Our friends at Art Scroll are always providing amazing authors and uh, interviewees, guests for our show. And uh, one of the authors and guests that we uh, love speaking with is with us live via telephone. That's right, Moshe Bamberger. Rabbi Bamberger, who uh, always has uh, unique books that he is releasing um, in the Great Jewish series, has a brand new one entitled Great Jewish Faith, a Panorama of Amuna and Bitachon Essentials by Torah Personalities. Rabbi Moshe, ba- oh, and I remind everybody that you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio, and you use promo code radio, free shipping, major discount on anything, but certainly we are highly recommending the Great Jewish Faith book. Again, Great Jewish Faith by Moshe Bamberger. Rabbi Bamberger, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's always a pleasure to be here, Nachum. I'm a huge fan of yours. I appreciate that very much. And those who've been listening to this show for the last couple of years, not only know I'm a huge fan of yours, they also know I'm a huge fan of Emuna and Bitachod. And this is an interesting concept that you came up with, uh, taking the quotes, literally quotes, of Torah giants of today and yesteryear and uh, utilizing them to uh, remind us just how essential Emuna and Bitachon are in our lives. Tell us about the beginning of this project, how you thought of putting this work together. Thank you. Um, yeah, so like you said, Emuna and Bitachon is so essential. Uh, a life of a Jew without Bitachon, without Emuna, really isn't the life. We, you know, we really fully are, are reliant on a Baruch for everything, and uh, without him, we really uh, have nothing. So, there are so many wonderful works out there, uh, Baruch Hashem. We're living in times that uh, we have such creativity, and uh, many wonderful works have been put out over the last few years on the topic of Emunah. And, you know, there's no shortage of material to really be inspired by. The uniqueness, I, I believe, of my work is that it's in line with the rest of the Great Jewish series, um, in that it's... Uh, uh, really a beautiful panoramic view of Amuna. Instead of just being a regular print, black and white print and text, uh, I add beautiful photographs, breathtaking uh, um, portraits of the Gedalim, very, uh, you know, gripping uh, quotes uh, about Amuna, about Bitachan, about Chizok, and uh, the viewer, the reader, is able to immediately be inspired, get the message, convey the message to your child, to your classroom, to your Shabbos table. Uh, and it's just, it's a different experience. It's an experience, a visual experience. It's what I believe this generation is much more used to, you know, being uh, uh, so into technology, for better or for worse. But we're used to being able to see things and get a, a picture of it, a graphic image, and be able to get a shot of inspiration, and that's exactly what this book tried to do. Yeah, and not only for children and people in your lives, but for oneself as well. It's an amazing way exactly. to keep up with uh, the importance of Amuna and Bitachon and making sure that our faith and trust are where they need to be. And I'm sure you're aware, in addition to all the texts that you alluded to, I mean, Shar Bitachon is so popular now, and there's so many other uh, works that are either being translated or original works that are being written. And on top of that, I'm sure you're aware of this, there are countless WhatsApp groups of people who are learning about and spreading the word about Emuna and Bitachon. And it just seems like it's one of the things, thank God, that's going viral in this digital age. So obviously there's a tremendous thirst out there uh, that people have to just have their Emuna and Bitachon reinforced every single day, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, you know, as an addition to this book, 
we wanted to make it a little bit more interactive. So what I did was I added at the end a section uh, called Hashkacha Pratis Journal, which allows the reader to become the writer. And there's areas in that book, there's like uh, many, many pages that you could write your own Hashkacha Pratis experiences. Very often a person uh, goes through their own issues with Amun Abitachan and they feel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is guiding them and they see it visibly. And you don't have to read it in a book a story that happens to this God or that God because it happened to me and you. And when it happens to us, it, it's so much more personal and powerful. The problem is that we often forget about it. After it happens, you know, a few days later, even a few minutes later, it just sort of uh, dissipates and we and we lose that inspiration. So if you can write those things down, and that was actually advocated by Ramesh Sainsi and Rabiakov Kamenetsky, uh, they said that everybody should really keep a journal of Hashkacha Pratis so that it really is mechazic, it strengthens one's faith. Uh, so we put a special section in the back of the book just for that. And that means if something happens that was either unexpected or something happens that one might have thought would have been not in the, their best interest, but it turned out to be the best thing, that that's a reflection of the faith that we have in the one above. Exactly. And it's it's personal. But the, you know, the Eight Sahara sometimes doesn't want us to remember that because, you know, it wants us to constantly forget about Hashem's hand in our life. And so when we remind ourselves, no, 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 this exactly happened to me on this and this day, and obviously that was a kiss from Hashem, but then you're going to be able to not just read the quotes that I put in the book from the G'dayli Yisrael, but you'll be able to put your own experience is in that book, and, and that's the greatest form of strength. No question about it. Ryan Moshe Bamberger is with us. The book is called Great Jewish Faith. By the way, we should point out that the Great Jewish series sometimes has a miniature book, right? It's 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 more in a uh, in a, a smaller form. You've gone larger for this one. Any special reason, or just to enhance the photos and all the different things you're offering in addition to the words? Right. So the Great Jewish series has about nine volumes in it to date. Um, about five of them are coffee table books. They're much larger even than this particular volume. And then we have, as you pointed out, the smaller ones. Those are like Great Jewish Inspiration, Great Jewish Wisdom. Those are like smaller, you know, more personal things that like people keep in their, on their night table or in their chillin' bags, you know, just to get you going for the day. Uh, this is an in-between size that we experimented with. And I love the size. It's very unique. If anyone, you know, hasn't seen it yet, you have to, you should probably buy one, but otherwise just go to the farm store, just pick it up and you'll be so impressed by the size. It has like a beautiful weight to it. It's a beautiful size. And the, like you said, the pictures become so clear at this size. And uh, so it's a, it's a beautiful gift. You know, Hanukkah's coming up and uh, I don't want to shamelessly you know, uh, plug the product for for that, but why not? Um, you know, it's such a perfect Hanukkah present. If you have somebody that you love and that you want to really have be inspired by Amun or by Bitochen, there's nothing nicer. I mean, what could you give greater than a book that just, you know, has such beauty and such clarity and such uh, real rock-solid faith without being uh, any way preachy? Just, it's, just, it's just pure inspiration of the daily Israel. 
And uh, I think everybody, you know, really should have this in their home. Yeah, well, I will uh, continue the plug and let people know that I'm highly recommending it. A great Hanukkah present, as you just indicated. And also, I would say a great bar and bat mitzvah present, because often, you know, often it seems that uh, our youth today have everything they need. I don't just mean materially, uh, but they're able to, you know, hop a lot of stuff that uh, took us years to actually get because of this technological age. And I think some of the time uh, uh, that they that they spend in um, you know questioning things, and some of the time they spend you know unsure of certain things, Amuna and Bitachon uh, can certainly strengthen uh, their belief and their um, uh, reliance on the one above. So I think people should consider it for that as well. Everybody, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. All right, let's do a few of these, Ryan Bamberger, because I mean the truth is I don't know if you have a comment about each one. I think each one really stands for itself, but there's certain quotes from Gedolim, there's certain quotes from Torah luminaries uh, that you utilize, which is so amazing. The first one in the book is the Chavetz Chaim with a great photograph and an amazing paragraph uh, in reference to uh, to this quote. It says, Hashem is, has always provided for me until today, why would he stop now? Now, that's a great perspective, wouldn't you say, that sometimes we worry about the future and what it might bring and what he will or will not do for us. But it's it's a good idea to remember that till this point, he's been there every single time. Yeah, and that's why I put it first, because for me personally, it was the most powerful, uh, powerful quote of the book. Um, and it's interesting. I just want to add, you know, I had a, a team of graphic artists that worked on it. And one of my graphic artists, uh, you know, who put the book together, uh, one of them said that, you know, they were going through something very personal and very difficult, a challenge in their life. And as they were just putting the book together, they were so inspired that it helped them get through it. And when I heard that, you know, I said, wow, maybe we're onto something because, you know, that was just a little bit of a glimpse into the power of of these quotes and what it could do. Um, This quote is, is so true. We're so worried, as you said, like about the future. What's going to happen? How am I going to be able to get through this? Um, you know, how am I going to make a parnasa? How am I going to be able to get my kid, you know, this or that or into this school or into uh, get a shidduch or, um, you know, whatever, whatever the worry, whatever the fear is, how am I going to pay this month's rent? And did Hashem ever abandon us until this day? Like, did Akadosh ever stop? Did you ever, was there ever a day that, uh, a meal, you know, you didn't have a meal, that you didn't have a roof over your head, hopefully not. And so the same way that that um, was true going backwards in time, you know, it's going to, you have to have, have the bitachon that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the same Hashem, and Hashem will continue to do that. You might not see exactly the, the, the road to that point, but Hashem has that knowledge already. Hashem has a plan, and, uh, and we just have to understand that the same way that going back in time, looking backwards, Hashem was so good to us, Hashem will continue to be good to us and stop, you know, fretting, stop worrying that things might change. I remember one of my older relatives once said that to a younger relative. Remember, he's always been good to us. And this came from a person who was a refugee and, frankly, had a very, very difficult life, as we would certainly view it from our vantage point here in America in 2022. So it's a uh, it's always important to keep that in mind. He's always been there, and he will continue to... Uh, to be there. Uh, right, Moshe Bamberger is with us. The Skelena Rebbe lived until 1982, 40 years ago. The quote you have is, Hashem, at times, issues harsh decrees, but he also gives us the strength to withstand them. 
to prevail. Now, this is a really important message for a lot of people these days and any days. There are so many families going through challenging situations, especially those who are suffering from health problems. Uh, yet, uh, the Skeleta Reb is telling us that he has always given us not only these tests and these decrees, but also the ability to prevail. Yes, and we have uh, we have so many tests in our life. Every single day, we're we're tested, and and we sometimes like wonder like how am i going to be able to get through this how am i going to be able to pass this test and we have to remember that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, the same Hakadosh Baruch Hu that's testing us also gives us the strength to uh to withstand that test uh, there's a famous uh vart from Rebbeim Shmulevitz about by the Akeda that we just learned about last Shabbos um you know Avram Avinu was able to uh, bring Yitzchak to the Akedah, and he was stopped before he had to actually, you know, kill Yitzchak. But, but basically, you know, he was able to withstand this great Nisayan, and, and yet Sari Meno, uh, she heard about it, and she died. Why was she not able to? And Abraham Shlavit says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tests Avraham Avinu, he also gave him the wherewithal to withstand that test. Sari Meno, it wasn't her test, so she didn't have that that same ability to withstand it. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us a particular test, then we have to really believe that we have the ability to get through it. Never have yish, never give up hope and say, I can't do this. You can do this. If Hashem put you into this particular situation, although it seems so dire, we have to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu that He will get us through it. He will give us the inner strength. Uh, to pass this test. Phenomenal. I love that Akeda Vart. Phenomenal. Uh, Rav Palm passed away about 20 years ago, and one of his legacies is the following quote, Your business dealings must reflect a faith in Hashem that one's earnings are decreed from heaven and that one cannot gain that which Hashem has not granted him. Someone once said to me, right, Bamberger, that the, the people with the greatest faith are those who are in business for themselves. <laughs> and, and if you think of, if you think of the farmer who's praying for rain or praying for, you know, the weather to be, you know, exactly the way or close to the way they need it at that time of year, uh, you can, uh, one can relate to just how dependent they are on the one above. Yeah, it's so true. You know, Revival Cone. I uh, was just Nifter right. uh, this week. Right. It was a great Talmud Chacham. He wrote the Badi Hashlochan, a, a very big Pesach, and uh, an amazing human being. So I I used to walk him home from Shul. I used to dive in a Shul when he lived in Brooklyn. And we used to, you know, shmooze together. And, and uh, at the time, I was uh, I was busy with some, uh, you know, I was uh, trading some stocks also on the side. And he said to me that, Somebody who trades stocks has the greatest bitach in Hashem because every single day, every uptick and downtick, you're, you're talking to Hashem. Like, you know, Hashem, you know, help me. Like, you know, why is the stock going down or, or Baruch Hashem that it's going up? And every single moment of the day, you're involved with Hashem as opposed to certain other professions that it's just, uh, it's just a given that, uh, you know, that, that things are, you're going to get your paycheck hopefully and you're going to, but, there are, like you said, the farmer lives with Hashem every single day, and uh, that's a beautiful way to live. That's, uh, that's I mean, Tom was saying that your business dealings have to reflect that. This morning, I just finished giving a daf, and uh, we were talking about Dina de Dina, how you have to like be very ethical and honest uh, in dealing with uh, with the government, and, and we're 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 in a country, we're guests in a host country, and we have to be ethical and honest, and that also is a part of Emunah. If we show that we're honest, that means that people see that we really believe in God. If we're trying to, you know, do shtick, then that uh, basically is a is a 
you know, it's a statement also that we don't trust Hashem enough, that we need to do things deviously in order to, uh, in order to make our living, and that would be a terrible thing. On that same topic, you have uh, Rabbi Moshe Galanti during a severe drought when attending a gathering to pray for rain. Have faith. Bring along your rain gear. <laughs> and that was in reference to a drought in Yerushalayim. And again, you know, I, I know that uh, I know there's a famous story about uh, a couple that bought a baby carriage. I'm not here to discuss whether it's a good idea to buy one in advance or not. Obviously, one should consult with their local rabbi. But it is it is something not just believing and saying we believe and saying the right words, but actually acting like we believe, right? That's right. And when you act like you believe, then that strengthens your beliefs even more. Another quote in the book like ties nicely into that, that there's a Hasidic Rebbe that used to say, Hamanti Kiadaber, which he homiletically interpreted. To me. The simple meaning is that I, I have faith when I say. Right. But really what he says is that the more I speak about Amuna, the more my faith is uh, is actualized. The more you the more you talk about how Hashem helped me with this and how Hashem got me through this, Hashem made me successful with that. That really is able to uh, you know to, to to make sure that the amuna is fortified within you. And the more that you speak about it, and the more that you act on it, like you said with your case of the baby baby carriage, that shows not only to Hashem but it shows to you. It reminds you that there's Hashem and that you have to continue always having faith in Him. Unbelievable. Uh, Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, therefore, said, a Jew of faith should constantly feel like a baby cuddled in his mother's arms. And, of course, that's mm. us. Isn't who, that a beautiful picture? Isn't that baby beautiful? Unbelievable. I mean, look, except for my granddaughter, I can't uh, imagine there be a, <laughs> being a more beautiful baby. <laughs> By the way, I, I want to I wish you a mazel time on your daughter. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. I said, <laughs> what, what, I mean, I, I never I never thought that I would fall to that whole grandfather thing that, uh, you know, there's no more. <laughs> No more beautiful baby on earth. But anybody who's in that category knows exactly what I'm talking about. And thank you for the uh, milestone of the recent Simcha as well. And finally, Ray Bamberger, I, I cannot let this go, this conversation, without uh, uh, quoting the Chazoni Ish, as you do so uh, brilliantly on page 152. Faith is not about everything turning out all right. It is about being all right no matter how things turn out. This is the, you know, along the lines of we always ask Hashem for X, Y, or Z, and sometimes the answer is no, etc. you know, and, and I think that that's such an important thing to remind people about, that you got to keep going. you got to keep going with asking, you got to keep going with believing, you got to keep going with having faith, bitachan amuna. and believe me, I'm preaching to myself, like anybody who gives these shiurim and emunah bitachan always emphasize how they're preaching it to themselves, because it needs, you need daily reminders for all of this. Uh, but no matter how things turn out, we have to believe it turned out for the best, and then a mere Hashem, as we continue forward, hopefully things will turn out the way we would like it to. Yeah, that's a very strong part of our humor, that sometimes uh, we don't always get what we want, and it's it's very frustrating, you know, when you put so much belief and trust in Hashem, and like he didn't, uh, he didn't answer your prayers, or he didn't answer them yet. And But that's, and Munam Bitafen doesn't mean that you believe, according to the Chazanish, by the way, there are and I point that out in the in the text on the other side of the page. I just want right. the reader, the, the listeners, to understand the layout of the book is that we have beautiful quotes that are superimposed on beautiful pictures, and on the other side we have uh, pictures of the Gedalim. But we also have uh, my own commentary on the quote, just to be able to right. explain it in a little, you know, in a deeper way. Um, so I point out there that there are. It, this is not actually so simple. There is a very, very big debate. 
uh, amongst the commentators uh, how exactly bitachon works. There are commentators that that believe otherwise. They believe that bitachon means that you absolutely can trust in Hashem, that whatever you ask, you will get. If you don't get it, it just means that you didn't have enough bitachon, but you have to have more bitachon. But there are the chazanish was of the opinion that that's not the accurate way of looking at Amunah Bitachan. Amunah Bitachan means that you accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will no matter what. And faith sometimes involves uh, understanding and, and, and believing that Hashem knows better than we do. And if Hashem does not grant us our wish right away, that it's for the best. Sometimes, you know, when I bought a lottery ticket, you know, the, the past couple of weeks, you know, to win that billion-dollar lottery, <laughs> you know, I, I obviously was hoping that I would win, but it's probably the best thing that I didn't win because who knows what I would be, you know, if I, if I did win. And, um, but you have to have be talking that, you know, that Hashem knows best what, what's really true, truly good for me. And, and it, just because I think it's good doesn't mean that Hashem would concur. And if he felt that you and I should share the $1 billion and that's what have been, would have, what was best if that's what, if that's what would have happened. Uh, with all that in mind, I'll paraphrase. I will not, I will not quote. I'll paraphrase. Uh, the uh, altar of uh, Navardic, who you quote, uh, where he, when he says, don't look at it as if you missed the train if you're late for work. Simply look at it as if you're early for the next trade. So it's not just belief. It's also attitude, right, Bamberger, right? It's also looking at things exactly. and turning every negative or what seems like a negative into as much of a positive as possible. Boy, yeah, I tell you, I, I need these daily reminders. Every year I listen to Anamuna Bitachon, the, the presenters you know, talk about how they need the daily reminders. I'm sure based on the way you've presented this morning, you also feel you need constant reminders about this. Those who are struggling with this, they got to know that they're really good company, right? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's, it's, it, we all need reminders. When I was working on this book and I was knee-deep in, you know, in all of these sources, and I was so strong in my Amuna, and then once it went to the printer, and, you know, and, and it took time to come back and whatever, it got weaker. And now I'm reading it again with new eyes, and I'm, like, getting stronger again. And it's, you know, you have to keep up. It's like exercising. You, know, yeah. you have to just keep on getting on the treadmill. Just because you went on the treadmill last week doesn't help you this week. And... This is, uh, this is the way it goes. Hashem, you know, really uh, is here. We have to remind ourselves that He's here. Hashem is in control, and He watches every little thing, and he's, he's making sure that everything is going as perfectly as it could be for us, but it's not always so clear to us unless we review. And I think this book, you know, is really, I, I really think it's the best way of reviewing because it's so... I'll use the, the Yiddish word that keeps coming to my mind is that it's geschmack. It's it's so clear and it's so you know easy to digest. And you know I get feedback from rabbeim that give it this to classrooms and to counselors that give it to their campers and parents at their Shabbos table or like and like you said, people to themselves. It just it has the ability to just go right into the bloodstream. You don't have to read a lot. The pictures are clear. The pictures are beautiful. The quotes are strong and, and resolute, and it, it just, I think it's really, uh, it's the best means that I know of to really uh, alter one's life, you know, vis-a-vis Emuna and Bitachen. And I'm so proud of it. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to Art School for being my partner in this whole series, but specifically in this particular volume. Um, you know, it's really, it's a game changer. I don't think that there's ever been a book on Amunah Bitachon that really brings it 
talent so vividly and so beautifully. Yeah, and it can be done in a very serious manner. This is not, I'm not trying to, to be a smart aleck here. It can be done in a very serious manner with this book. Or one could be sitting around with his family, you know, Lel Shabbos, long Friday night, and just sitting in the living room and schmoozing about all these uh, quotes and, you know, and sharing stories, you know, of what things in their own lives, you know, would apply to the different observations that are being made by these Torah giants. So you have a, uh, you know, it, it works in every type of environment, which is so viable as well. And uh, I think you and I, after this conversation, are hopefully going to have a very strong day with Amuna and Bitachon Rai Bamberger. Amen. Not only us, but all of your many, many thousands of, of listeners that, you know, that really, they rely on you for giving them these daily, you know, doses of inspiration and strength. And, you know, and, and I grew up on you. Like, this is something that I, and I told you last time in previous interviews, and I'm not just saying it's a flattery, you know, you're, your your strength and your power and your and your reach is so far and so strong because people sense how genuine you are that you know when you speak about avatar to show they know that you're 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 it you know you're you're so you're a rock in that and, and you're a moon and be tough and you know throughout all the trying times like you know it was it, people understand implicitly call yourself has a feel for what's genuine and nachem you're the real deal Appreciate that very, very much. Always appreciate uh, you joining us. The The book is amazing. I'm highly recommending it. Everybody out there, Great Jewish Faith, a panorama of Amuna and Bitachan Essentials by Torah Personalities. Ryan Moshe Bamberger is the author. It's part of the Art Scroll series. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. We are highly recommending this book. And again, not only for a Hanukkah present, I think it's an amazing bar and bat mitzvah present. Uh, it's, it, it's an easy read when you want it to be an easy read, and it's a really in-depth depth, uh, incredible uh, a, a Torah discussion when you want it to be that as well. That's how, uh, that's how um, uh, uh, incredible uh, the book is. could serve every purpose uh, for people of every background. Right, Bamberger, continued success with all the great series, and I hope the book does really, really well. Amen. Thank you so much, Nachman. and thank you so much for your time, and I want to wish you and the entire audience a wonderful day. Appreciate that very much. A great day to you as well. Like I said, everybody, after this conversation, I'm hoping everyone's amuna and bitachon, I hope everyone's faith, belief, reliance, and trust in the one above will be a strong day for everybody. Bezrat Hashem. More coming up. Eitan Katz at JM in the AM.